Hey, friend, sister, this is Bianca. Welcome back to the Gritty Faith Podcast. Tonight I'm recording my podcast from my bed. It's been a difficult week. My husband has contracted dengue on our travels as we transition to Trinidad from the UK and he's in hospital right now because I miss him so much and I really, really enjoy life with him and I really can't wait to be reunited. I'm in a quarantine hotel while he is two hours away in a hospital. I wanted to take some time to talk about my experience of finally meeting my husband after years of dating around and meeting guys from all sorts of backgrounds and beliefs and so many different types of guys. But my husband was different. He is different. And I want to talk about it because maybe it will help women who are still single to spot the type of guy who's going to make a good husband for you. So I met my husband in 2011. I went with my brother to a birthday party of his wife's friend and as I walked into the restaurant, the pub in Shoreditch in London, there was my husband future husband reading a book he had a striped shirt blue and white striped shirt and he looked so handsome and he was literally reading a book nose deep in a book in a pub at someone's birthday and I what is it called beeline for him just basically whatever you call it when you go straight (laughs) I like straight to them and just open up a conversation because I had an, a reason to talk to him like what are you reading and that question ended up um, becoming a three-hour conversation I can't remember exactly what we talked about I think he had been really open about the fact that his father had died right before we met or maybe the year before and um and 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 just lots of beautiful things that he spoke to me about but i know he talked about that but i can't remember what else we talked about all i remember is just how much i enjoyed my conversation with him after that um he gave me his number and i tried to call it but it was missing a digit so i messaged him on facebook to say hey the number's missing a digit. I think you didn't give me the correct number. Um, hope to talk to you soon. He didn't respond to my Facebook message for a year and a half. Yes, a year and a half. But that day that I got a message from him in my inbox saying, hey, do you want to meet up? I didn't care that a year and a half passed. That conversation was so great that we instantly became friends and I had such a wonderful memory of how lovely it was talking to him. 
so yeah we met up and at the time he liked to he he liked to whine and dine I would say he was a good guy always a good guy but he he did like to take not lots of girls out but he took girls out anytime he went out he would go to really nice restaurants and he took me to a really nice restaurant and I just thought that was him saying you know what I was distracted for a year and a half but now I want to you know get to know you at that dinner I told him that I want to get married in the next five years did, wait did I tell him that no I didn't tell him that I we were just talking about marriage and he told me that he did not want to get married in the next five years and I don't know what was going on in my mind I was so always very eager <laughs> probably too eager but he told me that and when he told me that I just thought that it was really clear that he didn't want to marry me I mean that's so lame because I literally this is the second time I talked to him and he was just telling me he didn't want to get married in five years and I just assumed that meant he was trying to say that he didn't want to marry me funny thing is we did get married within five years haha <laughs> um, but anyway after that day I said you know because I loved talking to him so much because of the just how enjoyable his company was and I just had a love for him as a friend I didn't take offense well I did a little bit but I didn't care because I wanted to be his friend because I wanted him as a friend because I really enjoyed just being with him and I was willing to be okay I was okay with the fact that he wasn't attracted to me or he didn't want to date me or marry me um, and I am so grateful now so grateful that that's how it turned out because he was not attracted to me he was not attracted to me when he met me and he was not attracted to me until a year after we started hanging out as friends when we started hanging out as friends we would have so much fun we would talk the friendship was just getting closer and closer he was there for me like it was literally Harry met Sally because I would talk to him about the terrible guys that I was dating and he would comment to me like oh those are terrible um, and yeah I would just talk openly about this and he was just my best friend we became best friends over the course of a year and you know he just was there for me in the hardest of times he was such a great friend such a great friend like no, no friend that I've had before and he was not even attracted to me but it was something about the fact that he kept showing up and just wanting to hang out it was so beautiful anyway um, a year after that one day we were at dinner again because that's where we'd go to hang out dinner and I mentioned a guy that I was seeing um, at the time I was dating him for a few months and I saw the look on his face on my future husband's face as in my present let's just his name is Henry okay um, but I saw the look on Henry's face and I saw that it was different it went from a place of oh my gosh Bianca can you stop dating horrible men to I'm a little bit jealous <laughs> you know I saw this thing in his eyes I was like whoa something is shifting 
something shifted in him and he explains it that one night a year after we became really close friends he finally saw that i was attractive but as i mentioned one of the greatest blessings in my relationship with henry is that we got a year to just be friends there was no kissing there was no flirting there was literally just the development of a wonderful friendship and i would wish that for anyone else who wants to meet their husband is don't just jump into this infatuation stage where there's lots of just exciting feelings and affections and you're all over each other i would say get to know the person as a friend is he a really good friend to you does he love you like a friend you know as jesus says no greater love as uh, sorry as the bible says no greater love has anyone but this to lay down their life for a friend does he lay down his life for you as a friend Would he do anything for you as a friend, not because he just wants to get you in bed or because he just thinks you're super cute or because you make him feel good on the inside? Does he do it because he loves you as a friend? I would wish that for anybody. If you have a friend like that, have you prayed about whether he's your husband? Um, It took me a long time. I mean, I I knew I wanted to marry him like pretty early on, but it took me a really long time to process all of that. But anyway, let's keep going, okay? So, so yeah, I realized there was a shift and he started to fall for me. And I mean, this whole time, like, I really struggled at the time with commitment. So it was pretty nice that, that we were just friends. But as he started to fall for me, I started to get really afraid and then one day we ended up kissing um and that just like changed everything right um but he had a test to do to complete in the next six weeks a really important one and so during that six weeks we decided take some time to think about whether we want to date take six weeks out while he focuses on his test and you know i focus on just trying to figure out if I want to date him and not just stay friends and during that time I asked I went away with my family and I asked my parents about marriage and I just prayed about it and I just knew I wanted to marry him I I just loved him so much he was such a wonderful friend I never had a friend like that I never had anyone really there for me the way he was there for me and my whole heart wanted to marry him um yeah so we did decide to get together and to date after six weeks and yeah because we kind of jumped into dating it became awkward but also it was really hard because a lot of the issues around that I had around commitment and my past and yeah my past with guys and all of that it just wasn't healed I wasn't a strong Christian at the time he wasn't a strong Christian 
so another wonderful blessing in my relationship was with him is that it didn't work out the first time it lasted six weeks of us dating and then we broke up because i was totally not ready i was totally scared of commitment i was afraid that i would be unfaithful because of my history with men and um and i just so many like thoughts and doubts filled my mind every day and i just didn't feel comfortable with him um and and yeah we broke up and i'm so grateful for that because neither him nor i were really committed strong christians back then we we didn't we 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 knew jesus we talked about him but our lives did not reflect true committed um you know faith in jesus and our relationship did not reflect that either and it was susceptible to so many things but the holy spirit was there with us and the holy spirit just i believe blessed us with that um break and we broke up for we were apart for another year and a half during that year and a half i woke up every single day and at the beginning of the day i would think i want to marry this man and then towards the end of the day i would think no don't do it bianca don't do it you're crazy you're crazy don't do it because i was afraid of commitment and i battled in my mind and i battled in my mind if i if to marry him if to go with him and it just was a crazy battle i was so confused i had no clarity um and it's super hard it's super hard to really um love someone if you can't you can't stand up and say i choose you you can't love someone well if you don't wake up and and go to sleep and just every second of the day say i choose you and i i didn't have that at that time i really loved him i really wanted to marry him but i didn't i wasn't able to stand up and say i choose you i was too afraid there were too many conflicting thoughts in my head and i just couldn't do it and i just want to say I remember that when I was younger, you know, I grew up performing quite well in school and I never really had issues attracting guys. And I felt like God told me one time that you know, Bianca, you can have the career that you want. You can have the man of your dreams and this perfect husband, family and career and money. You can do that in your own effort. but i can't promise you that he won't hurt you or leave you and i can't promise you that you your career would would flourish and that you wouldn't lose it but if you wait on me i can promise i can promise that i will keep that marriage and i will let you flourish in your career and so when i look back on that that god told me that you know it is so true it is so true what does it look like to meet a man who god 
handpicked for you and prepared for you what does it mean what does it look like to me it looks like a guy who didn't even realize i wasn't even his type but god gave him eyes for me god showed him who i was i when my husband looks at me he sees who how jesus sees me i know it because i i i've never really been looked at like that before i've never had anyone see me he sees me he sees me every day another thing that i learned young, when i was younger was that the three things you should look for in a husband is someone who is forgiving who is a lover of the unlovable and who is persevering you want him to be forgiving because we all make mistakes and in a marriage you need to forgive often often so he needs to be forgiving the other thing is lover of the unlovable because some days in marriage you will be unlovable i have had my unlovable days but my husband has loved me despite what i have done in the past to him to hurt him but also just the, the mistakes i make the things i say when i'm anxious or worried i have made mistakes in our relationship and he still loves me i have had moody days and he still loves me it is wonderful and the third thing is persevering because marriage is breakup because people are not persevering people want infatuation they want all this loads of affection all the time like this honeymoon marriage but true real marriages are intimate friendships that are persevering through thick and thin through health and in sickness through wealth and in poverty in all things they persevere so those three things are, are actually yes the best things you could look for a man who is forgiving who loves the unlovable and who is persevering and even though i was in such conflict around whether to marry him whether he was the one my heart knew i had never met anyone like him my heart saw the difference the difference between a man who he wasn't a strong christian at the time but he grew up knowing jesus and he had jesus in his heart and he was formed by strong christians who were devoted to jesus and his values were beautiful and the way he treated me was exceptional anyway later on that year after i woke up every day wanting to marry him and then at the end of the day saying no don't do it um i just kind of got really depressed i got really depressed because of this internal conflict i just wanted to i just wanted to be free of it i didn't want to have to second guess myself every day and not have any direction so i lay face down i went to a christian retreat and i was inside of a tent and i lay face down on the floor the best position when you are feeling desperate or struggling is face down on the floor elijah did a similar thing or was it elijah <laughs> um but but yeah face down on the floor in desperate prayer and i said to god i said to god you either give me my husband or you take away this longing 
don't want to want what I don't have. I don't want to feel this way. And many of you listening might feel that way that you have such a strong want, a strong longing. But truly we are meant to rejoice in all things. We truly be meant to be able to thrive in our singleness. Not be desperate, not be depressed, not feel lonely all the time. But but Christ needs to be enough. And if he's not, then that's not a good sign. So when I, when I lay down and I asked God to free me, it's because I wanted to just learn to let him be enough. And I think because I was, I was meek in my heart and I was not saying, God, give me my husband. You have to make me be married. I just said, it's either you're, you're doing this because my husband is going to come into my life or I'm going to get married soon or you take it away and allow me to be happy in my singleness and content it was such a powerful prayer and i think it was like a month after that prayer i reached out to my to henry via email right we had been broken up for a year by then and i reached out and i told him i still really love him and blah 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 <laughs> and we we discussed getting back together but again God delayed it because Henry was going to climb a mountain and so we couldn't get back together and I went to India for two months right and so we were separated again so we decided not to get together to think about it but in between that time you know we had a fight and and I, I made a huge mistake and he stopped talking to me because I really had taken him for a ride this whole time. Um, honestly, I did. I, I, I thank God a million times for his forgiveness. Man, meet a, meet, a, meet a guy who's forgiving. Choose a guy who's forgiving. He will bless your life. My husband has forgiven me for some of the worst things. But yeah, when I went to India... I was just journeying with God. God showed me that I was not a slave to sin. I was not a slave to lust. I was not a slave to infatuation or temptation. That I could be faithful. He showed me my heart for people. He showed me that I could love well. He showed me that he he showed me I was I was in India and I was listening to a sermon about Mary. Right? You know, Mary got pregnant and. Joseph wanted to leave her. He wanted to divorce her. Um, they were engaged, but at the time, engagement was like a contract as well. And he wanted to to leave her because it was embarrassing. It was just, it was just his reputation was at stake. But the angel appeared to him and told him, "Go and marry her tomorrow." And he married Mary the next day. He took her as his wife the next day, despite his doubts, despite his fears, despite not even knowing if that child belonged to some other man. He took Mary as his wife. And I felt like God was saying, Bianca, go and take Henry as your husband. Go and marry Henry. You love him. I know it's scary, but if you go tomorrow and commit your heart to him, 
I will make all things good. I will cover everything. And early on in that relationship, when at that time, that was a year and a half after the first time we broke up, I didn't step into that relationship thinking, oh, let's see if this works. I stepped into that committing from day one to work towards marriage. Not to just have fun together, go around just, you know, like, yeah, I just, I just knew in my heart that if you have a relationship which is just for fun um, or just to see or you're not really sure if you want to get married but you like them and you're attracted to them, that could very, very easily lead into sin, into a sinful relationship. But it's important, I believe, if you're going to date someone, that it's someone that you believe you can marry and that from day one, you work towards spiritually preparing yourself for marriage to that person. And that's what we did. And as God led me into that, um, you know, to take that leap of faith, I was still really scared, super scared. But I remember writing something down really early where Jesus led me to write this down and it, and it said, Jesus will keep us together. Jesus will heal our hurts. Jesus will be our glue. Jesus will be our mediator. Jesus will fill us with faith. It was just a long list of like 30 things that Jesus would do because I knew that our marriage would flourish because of Jesus. Anyway, later on that year we got engaged and it was really, really wonderful because, well, I don't like surprises, so my husband told me when we were going to get engaged and we were literally on the bus going somewhere to um, for him to propose and um, and yeah he had planned this elaborate proposal um, on a beach he bought like a, a, a disposable grill and he was going to grill stuff and salmon blah 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 on the beach in Cornwall but um, yeah, he carried all that stuff in a bag and it all went bad on our seven hour journey there. Um, so we had to throw that away and improvise. So late, um, late that night, um, we just decided to go out and walk in the dark. Where we were staying, um, I definitely would not recommend staying in a hotel together very bad idea um, but that is what we were doing in our immature state um, and we walked this hotel was amazing it was on a peninsula which is like a piece of land that juts out into the ocean you could just see like just massive a massive ocean in front of you massive beach and then this this peninsula we decided to walk up the peninsula and there was a sign saying caution, um, unfenced cliff, naked cliff. And we looked at each other and said, should we go? And we still went. It was so scary. It was so dark. All you could hear was the waves, the mighty ocean and see like this dark ocean, vast ocean in front of us. We walked up the hill um, and took us about 15 minutes to get to this kind of... Um, like 
a gazebo at the top of the hill we even saw a guy like a shadow of a guy passing behind us it was super scary and then finally he proposed to me and all i could see was his face i couldn't see anything else around me i couldn't all i could hear was the ocean beating against the peninsula the peninsula literally was in the middle of the ocean so it was just ocean all around us and i'm so afraid of the ocean well that's something i have to work on but i do have fear of the ocean sometime sometimes um but yeah i was standing there and i was afraid and i felt like god said don't be afraid i know marriage is this unknown commitment lifelong commitment is so scary i know bianca it's as scary as darkness has been for you all your life that you never liked sleeping alone you never liked big oceans you never liked the unknown you always like to be in control but take this leap take this leap and i said okay i said yes i married that man and as i sit here in my hotel room just wanting to be with him again just praying to God that he will be healed and be okay and be back with his family by the end of this week in time for his birthday next week I just want to say when you meet that man he's going to be different the way he looks at you it's going to be different he won't lead you on wrongfully he will see you the way Jesus sees you he will treat you well because he sees you the way Jesus sees you he will persevere through your worst moments he will love you even in your worst moments he will have a heart for Jesus even if he's a young Christian he will have a heart for Jesus he will be your best friend he should be your best friend you do journey you do life together you journey together if you're married now and you're listening to this and he's not your best friend then it's time to ask god to fill you with affection for your husband again to find hobbies to do together do date nights together again so that you can develop redevelop that friendship and reignite it reignite your affection for each other think about what he thinks about what he cares about what he's going through ask him how he is ask him about his day all the time ask him how his spirit is pray with him read the bible with him dance with him go on adventures with him encourage him build him up he's supposed to be your best friend and yeah I'm going to be married 5 years in March and that's really amazing because I never thought I would be here. Um but yeah, I'm going to end it now because it's way too long and I just wanted to make that kind of just wanted to record that and just remember my husband right now and just I'm just filled with love for him but also to encourage others who are waiting for their husband if you're waiting for your husband or you want your marriage to be reignited yeah just know that god says 
if you try to do it in your own strength if you try to find the man in your own strength if you try to pursue the man if you try to force force your love on someone or force someone to love you or just put try too hard then it's not guaranteed that it won't end well it's not guaranteed that it will end well or will go well but if you leave it to god if you decide to put him first if you choose not to live like live together you know move in together which is the easy way if you choose not to live in sexual sin which is the easy way if you choose to put your journey with Jesus first if you choose to pursue Jesus first even if you love the person if you know in your heart that Jesus is first and that you're willing to do whatever you can to be the best you can be for this man who deserves your best then God can truly bring a wonderful man into your life and he can really make your marriage great so yeah don't do it in your own strength don't force it or push it but wait on God and when you meet that guy ensure that you're still putting God first and trusting him to make a way because he always does and I want to encourage you yes the divorce rate might be really high but when you find a man who loves Jesus and when he sees you how Jesus sees you there is nothing wonderful and I hope my husband listened to this to the end and he's encouraged in the hospital right now because I love him so much and I'm so grateful for his friendship and his love and I'm excited to do life with him okay <laughs> and that was me that was super long but um but let's chat reach out to me tell me your experience are you single are you looking do you need help do you need prayer do you need advice um tell me your tell me your story reach out on instagram i'm always free and my dms i love chatting and please sign up on my website at www.grittyfaith.co i have challenges faith-based challenges i have courses that i'm releasing soon i have journals that i'm releasing soon i would love for you to join my page i'll also give you an update on when the next podcast comes out um but again thank you so much for listening all the way to the end i love you so much for it god bless you and until next time um yeah May Jesus be sweet to you. See ya.